Once again, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the BB Show. As always, I'm your host, Beebs. I'm here with my co-host, Chen. Uh, let's just jump right in. We're, we're going to avoid the uh, how you doing question because I think I know the answer. So we're going to jump right into Thursday Night Football. Um, we finally got some touchdowns. Um, what were your thoughts on uh, Saints, Saints playing in Arizona? Oh, well... I would say first half, my thoughts were, yeah, no way Andy Dalton keeps this job. And, you know, watching the rest of the game, I mean, yeah, there's really no good way to say he threw three picks. But when you put 400 touchdowns and four touchdowns behind that, along with the fact it's Andy Dalton, I mean, I can't remember the last time he's thrown for that much yardage in his career. Um, That's something that was worth noting, definitely. I think the Saints as bad as two and five looks has shown more flashes of at least offensively than a lot of teams. I feel like defensively they haven't been this bad. I mean, I understand the Cardinals got DeAndre Hopkins back and a lot of those, I think those two touchdowns that were not even on their defense just due to Andy Dalton. Uh, I mean, that, I mean, very well could have gone a different way if the Saints just protected the football quite, quite honestly. And luckily for the Cardinals and Cliffs Kingsbury, they uh, get this little stat pad of the record, but that still wasn't uh, very convincing in my book. I mean, they yeah, the I mean, you score fourteen, you score fourteen points on defense and, and win the game by by eight. It's, uh, yeah, it's not know, that the forty sure. the forty two does not look as good, especially when you gave up thirty four. But I'll say this: I, it to me, it did seem this is the best the Arizona offense has looked all year. Uh, D Hop coming back definitely unlocked some fluidity, explosiveness. Um, they were force feeding him. It was very clear they wanted to get him the ball. He's got fresh legs. It was, to me, it was the best their offense had looked all year. Um, if there's a silver lining for Arizona in in what was otherwise an ugly win, definitely, in, definitely. in my opinion. Um, but hey, if you're at the Arizona defense, I, two touchdowns, you can't you can't do much better, honestly. So you did your job. You won your team the game. But, yeah, I, I have to agree. There really isn't that much to take away here. Um, I, Dalton seems like the guy for New Orleans moving forward. He still has less interceptions on the year than Jameis does, which is saying something considering he's played mm. like three more games at this point. So And he just did throw three. Like that's, Yeah, yeah. That's a big deal. Um, that, it was very uncharacteristic so far from what we've seen from Andy Dalton. And that's why I'm not really concerned, I guess, if it continues. Um, but just, I mean, one, I guess we don't have a whole lot to take away from the game, but I guess it does depend where the Saints fall this year in the draft. I mean, we kind of both expecting they go chase somebody or does Andy Dalton play his way into a last kind of contract here? I think I it would think, take really something for that to happen. I think the but, Saints, I mean, who's, I don't know, who's their head coach now? Dennis Allen, he's a defensive guy. Didn't do well with the Raiders as a head coach. I don't see the Saints chasing a quarterback. That just doesn't seem like their MO as an organization. Now, I know Sean Payton's gone, but I wouldn't chase a quarterback in this class if I were them. Like I've said many times before, I'm not a huge fan of anybody. Um, Mm. If it's going to be anybody, I would lean towards Bryce Young. But even then, I I just don't see – like a Trevor Lawrence type prospect in this class, um, or, or even they're saying now that a kid out of Kentucky, Will Levis, they're saying he's most pro ready. 
yeah you can get behind or i'd have to watch more i still like stroud but then again it's the ohio State. State. yeah i i don't think it means anything i actually liked fields coming out of college and look where we are now i still think he shows flashes but a lot of that is predominantly on what we've seen in ohio state well yeah and i mean rest in peace but dwayne haskins had all the numbers in the world coming out of college and we'll all agree he, he struggled in the nfl as a starter so it's just a weird it's a weird thing can you name a good ohio state no you can that's what i was getting at. Was like, like Terrell this... Pryor in like week 10 of 20 like 11. he was a wide receiver hey he had a 92 yard touchdown run this is a <laughs> fantasy football legendary tale when this guy puts up he had 15 points in like the first couple minutes against Steelers. Like he finished like 16 for the game. And I was like, <laughs> all right, <laughs> I got Rodgers on by or something. I'm like, that is the end of the Terrell Pryor experiment. But again, you get the idea. <laughs> yeah. I, for, I, I forgot about that. Yeah, no, he had a nice run there as QB and that Cleveland Browns here as receiver. But the general's consensus is you look at Ohio State every year. I mean, Garrett Wilson, Chris Salave. Oh, they're becoming a great wide receiver. Um, right. Like, I'm saying, production. I think the Ohio State, like, they just get receivers that are so light years ahead of everybody. That's why even sometimes Alabama quarterbacks are hesitant. Because before yeah. Matt Jones and Tua, we still have seen, you know, flashes that are not established. But before that, it's, I'm not, there's no good Alabama quarterback comes to my mind. Yeah. I mean, the best Ohio State quarterback that comes to my mind is Joe Burrow. But he, yeah, right. And, and, and like, he didn't even he play. They, yeah, he, right. he wasn't going to play there. So yeah, it, it's a good point. When you have that stack of receivers, which they've had over the last half decade or so, five to seven years, um, Every throw's the, the throws are just easier because they're more open. I mean, it's common sense. So yeah. um, I'm you not that Marvin big, Harrison Jr.'s kid playing against Northwestern. You gotta yeah, be and that's like, – yeah, <laughs> exa- exactly. So, and it's I'm not going to say oh. like – I don't know. That goes across the board for the quarterbacks in this class. So to get back to the original question, I don't know what the Saints do. I wouldn't be mad if they rolled with Dalton for a year. I think they could win eight eight to ten games um, with a more complete and staying healthy quarterback situation with their roster. I think they're underperforming at two and five, in my opinion. So Absolutely. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if they rolled with Dolphin. I mean, don't forget they signed Drew Brees in free agency too. So this, you know, it's not out of their MO to go do something like that. So, right. and I don't know who's up for contract, but. You I don't my, either. I'd you have get, to really look at that, yeah. You get my point. So, I don't know. I wouldn't be mad if they didn't, though. No, I, I don't think it's a, it's a need. I don't think it's a desperate, like. It's not urgent. Yeah, I just don't it's see. Like, it just, yeah. I just don't see it in the Saints tendencies to do something like that to, to do to do something like you know a browns team would do or, or the bears just keep drafting quarterbacks if over and over Dalton again. was playing bad and like really bad then it would make sense no he had one bad but, half right like yeah in terms like you still see the talents there quarterback you can't play a little bit longer oh no, and the offense yeah, i would is, agree and the offense is moving and we'll get into this take when it comes to another team that has a lack there of offense, but, but it's not like he's, it's not like he's struggling to move the ball. There's not, you know, it, they look good offensively. Camara's opening up, Taysom Hill's opening up. They're, they're creatively finding ways to score 34 points. I mean, right. You know, how many times you score 34 and lose? Like, 
have very many. Only, yeah, only when you make more mistakes. But ultimately, got to yeah, got to give the tap to the Cardinals. They they won the game, but still not sold really on either of these teams. Like we mentioned, Saints are underperforming. Um, and you know, hey, Cardinals, Call of Duty's back in full swing. So that's all I got to say. Is good luck. That's really all I have on that. Um, a lot of interesting action in the noon window. What's uh, what struck out to you first? I kind of want to go to Baltimore first, honestly. Um, Very fair, yeah. We'll, we'll avoid the Packer talk for a little bit here, but um, I got to be honest that this was way closer than I thought it should have been, and I'm starting to get a little concerned about what's going on in Baltimore. I know yeah. Cleveland's tough. We always say they're going to be competitive and all these things, and I do agree with that, but like, Come on, guys. And I know it's a division game, but, like, come on. <laughs> if you're going to be an up – you got to run with the Bills and the Chiefs and you're you're beating the Browns by three? I'm just – and Mark and, Andrews – did Mark Andrews put up a goose egg today in fantasy too? I'm pretty sure uh, he did. Practically, that's why, I, you know, you can kind of shoulder some of the blame there. And I, Yeah, I, I understand it's, it's concerning – Personally, I'm just not gonna overreact. Just uh, no, I'm not overreacting. I, I'm just yeah, I'm I growing just, concerned. That's fair. I just I just think some of the teams that lost today uh, have more problems. Like it, yeah. Would you like him to win by more? Uh, agreed. Uh, but uh, they they won. Yeah, you know wins I mean? a they, wins they a win. And in have a you like that? I got I mean, a question. Have Have you written off the Browns yet? At where they're sitting, at are they two and five right now? Yeah, with wins against the Panthers and another the Texans. I, I I just don't see this team really staying afloat until the, and even I, this is my thing. People are like, oh, well, just hang in there till Deshaun Watson gets back. That doesn't guarantee he wins every game from there on out. He could yeah. be stellar, and then they still lose one, and it's like. Well, if you needed to run the table to get in. Honestly, if I'm Cleveland at this point, and maybe I'm the, I feel like I'm the first person to say this. I haven't had this take yet, but at this point, go get a good draft pick uh, and go grab um, what's that kid? Bijan. Is it Bijan oh, Robinson? Robinson? Yeah, from Ohio State. Go grab a wide receiver, a true wide receiver. Oh, one. oh Robinson. He's the, he's the running back. He's a running no. back, I think, out of Texas. If you're talking Marvin Harrison Jr. on Ohio State, there's a, a there's one. yeah there's a no it's not Marvin Harrison Jr. but there's another I'd have to look up I'm gonna look up his name but, yeah, yeah. Uh, fact check it real quick but yeah you're thinking of uh, yeah there's a running back out of Texas that is just nuts I mean I've seen some highlights I mean if you have Bijan Robinson you haven't heard the name go check that out uh, he he can run he already looks like an NFL running back and. In college, you can say that a lot, a lot of guys, but just the balance and footwork he's shown. Uh, he, he might get himself a first-round pick, but ultimately, we're, I think we're really even seeing this year. It is it like is Marvin Harrison. Back, I don't know who I'm thinking. It is. But, yeah, no, um, honestly, that's that's the Ohio Ohio connection on top of having Deshaun Watts. Well, yeah, just go grab a wide receiver one, whoever you prefer. Go grab a wide receiver right. one. I, they do have defensive problems too, so I wouldn't be – that upset if they did something like that but um yeah i, I would grab a wide receiver one i don't think amari cooper's gonna cut it for deshaun next year i think it'll be solid but uh they could be a little bit better that's an amazing wide receiver too in my book 
Yeah, it would. It would be. The, I, I guess. I guess another thing. It wouldn't be the end of the world. Um, if him and Marvin Harrison Jr. would be enough. It, it's kind of like with the Chargers. Like they've been rolling with just Mike Williams, and like I love Mike Williams, but I still think right now in his career he's still a very good wide receiver too. He's low yeah. end wide. Well, receiver. yeah, he's better that's than Donovan Peoples Jones. Yeah, that that's for sure. Um, so and so, having him in the slot is fine, but yeah, I, I would say for the Browns' sake, I hope they look in that direction because even if you're fighting to scrape out games, whatever, like it's just you're playing so behind the eight ball at this point, and yeah, the games they got left. I mean, but hey, you know what? There's a couple other teams that should probably do the same thing, but for various reasons, I might go to bat for them. I digress. <laughs> all right. that That's about all I got from this game. Oh, I did hear, I guess it was last week, Miles Garrett, all-time franchise sack leader at like 65 or 66 career sacks. And I heard that stat and I was like, that is not that like, many sacks. He's so yeah. young. I was like, how bad is your franchise history? If Holy that's your cow. sack record is. They haven't had any guy that can get in the backfield like when you think about it's like great browns he was drafted like three or four years ago oh yeah no he's gonna he's gonna shatter that record like yeah it's not gonna be close but i mean next best do you have any name i'm trying to run through my i don't browns pass rusher browns outside like the only like the only the only brown great that I can think of was uh, Joe Thomas, and he and was on the Jim other brown. side. Yeah, and Jim Brown. That's it. <laughs> I, and I think of like safeties, like maybe like T.J. Ward, um, Dante Josh, Hitner for, Josh Josh Gordon was pretty gas. Josh Gordon was yeah, literally. Oh, um, what was Josh Cribs? Josh Cribs, good kid. Josh Cribs before he got his head taken off like five times. <laughs> all right, all right, and we're, we're yeah, off base. Yeah, we're, we're getting back way to the NFL. Base. You know, yeah, nostalgia trip. Um, what about the uh, whole whatever happened? I mean, I can tell you what happened from just a short, you know, aspect of it with the Panthers Buccaneers. I mean, that's alarming. But I've been harping on this all year. If Brady keeps throwing a ball close to or at 50 times a game, I'm not sure how they think they're going to win. It, it'll sometimes they have it like so many problems. It, 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 the it's, line's bad. They can't get anything downfield because the line is so bad. You know, it Brady all stems from the O line. It stems from the O line. In my yeah. in my in my opinion, um, but it, look, it, that's what I it looks said like this. I said this at the beginning of the year. I said I have some what everybody kind of brushed off the whole miss 11 days of training camp thing, divorce thing and it it's clearly making an impact whether people want to admit it or not. There's no excuse for this. And if you're the Panthers, no offense, there's no excuse for winning this game. <laughs> what incentive do you have at this point? You are shelling off your players to the rest of the league, shopping everybody, what excuse do you have to win this game? There's no, there's no reason to sacrifice potential. I think they're still going to be fine to get the number one pick, but there's no reason to put that in jeopardy at all. I actually may be a hot taker, and 
this might be an overreaction to the game I saw. I don't think they're going to get the first overall pick. No, it'll For be the NFL. Texans. I think it'll be the Texans. It'll be the Texans, but they might be in danger of escaping that top five for this reason. We talked about when the Panthers, we were high on them for a couple, not high on them going into the season. We thought they're going to overperform expectations. We thought the defense. We did. We did both unit, say that. We were like, this defense as a unit, like it, it's good with like Brian Burns. They got corners. Jeremy Chin. On the, yeah. Dante Jackson's one of the fastest corners in the league. You still have Shaq Thompson. Like they got names all over that defense. And DJ Moore today looked good with a Compton quarterback. I PJ Walker, as I think I made a little joke about him last week, but in the limited times I've seen him and whatnot, he's actually pretty good. And, and honestly, has shown a lot more than Baker Mayfield. And that's that's just well, I, 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 it's, it's not, not hard. To it's do. not hard to do that. Let's for no. sure. But what that kind of showed today was by playing the right, you know, defensive game plan, which. For those that I think a lot of people are just not going to know, especially just average NFL fans, going from Matt Rule, who already as a coach was not very well known. He was an offensive guy at Baylor, the college ranks. Steve Wilkes got dosed after a year because the Cardinals management didn't trust in Rosen, and I guess not him. They'd rather just go in with Kingsbury and Kyler. But Wilkes is a defensive guy. So... Going from that switch of an offensive to a defensive coach when the strength on this team after getting rid of McCaffrey and Robbie Anderson both is clearly on the defensive side of the ball. Who knows? I mean, Chuba Hubbard had a nice run today. Yeah, he had some of his flashes and moments. Who knows? Maybe they scrape by, they get pick up five, six wins the rest of the way. That changes their outlook for who they're going to nab in the draft. I, I think that's just what I saw today. Because a team that's trying to tank or whatever, they're not going to beat Tom Brady. It doesn't no, I just think that Tom Brady's that bad. Oh, wow. It, that's how you feel. I, I, I mean, just think the Bucs are that thing, bad. And that's that's a fair take. Because my like, thing was – And I'm not going to write – week, Tomlin's a great coach. I thought, you know, he's rallying the guys. They don't believe in us. The Steelers probably just try and stay competitive because it's who they are as a team. But the Panthers, it was like, oh, this should be like – the Buccaneers, you know, kind of tune up, try and get back into it. And the fact they just looked bad and kind of just got smoked. I mean, um, yeah, the Panth. I will agree, the Buccaneers look bad, but the Panthers. Uh, I think the coaching switch is probably going to improve them a lot more. And if they stick with Baker not as their quarterback, that is going to help too. Because at least they DJ have no- Walker, finds yeah, they DJ have Moore. they have no incentive to play Baker Mayfield again. After today, uh, agreed. Agreed. If I see him play, I yeah. Because if you if you might really. have something with PJ Walker, there's no reason not to start him for the rest of the year just to see if it's there. Um, right. I don't know. I, I'm kind of on the other side of the coin though. I'm never gonna write off Tom Brady. How many times has he been here in the regular season? Uh, and we've been like, oh, they're done. They're toast. No chance. You know. And then, and then he rattles off a Super Bowl run, but. I will say this. I don't remember it ever being this bad. This is really bad. You know, before it would be like, oh, we we get blow the Patriots get blown out by the Chiefs on on Sunday night, and but but the Chiefs were an AFC playoff team, right? They've won the division the year before, right? The Eric Berry, Jamal Charles, Chief Alex Smith, Chiefs. That's not the case right now. This is a bottom feeder team blowing you out. 
you had no scored incentive to win. no incentive to win. They are tanking. They just shipped off their best player for a boatload of picks on Thursday before yeah. the game. They have no incentive to try and beat you, and they go in and lose. So I have some serious concerns about Tampa Bay right now. I mean, some serious, serious concerns. I there's finger pointing. They can't get anything going on offense. They look terrible. They might just. I think they might just fall behind and not have enough time left in the season to, to catch up. Now, I am I, fully aware of this is Tom Brady. This happened when they won the Super Bowl a few years ago. But that, again, I'm going to say this: when they got blown out by the Saints, that was the Drew Brees led defending division champion Saints. This was the, the teams. Yes, not. The P.J. Walker-led, interim head coach-led Carolina Panthers, the week after losing to the Kenny Pickett-led Steelers. Hey, this isn't a one-off, like, no-show. This is two weeks in a row they've lost to rookie quarterbacks in their first or second career start. Right. And, ah, jeez. I mean, that's kind of the, the really only way you can look at it. I mean, it's it's not that you're concerned about the Buccaneers anymore. It's they're in trouble. Really, the only good thing going for them is their division. I think at the end of the day, I think they're still in first or like tied with it with the Falcons. Which uh, is I'm hopped on the Falcons. I said it last week. I'm hopping on now. I think they're going to win the division until I see until I see otherwise. Uh, aren't they? On, they uh, pretty sure they lost the end of it. Oh yeah, they got blown out actually, but I'm still on the bandwagon. It's I, I, what it, who is? They're the only team in that division that looks like they could win. Actually, you could argue the Saints actually, and they're two games behind or a game behind. I I personally am in the boat that whoever wins this division loses their first playoff game. That's fair enough. I would. Agree I think with that. I think overnight this division. Well, I mean, shoot the, the East. Shoot to to argue your point. If the Panthers can win seven games, they might win the division. Possible. I'd I'm not saying I, I don't think they're going to win seven games. I think they're going to trade DJ Moore probably, and they're going to have nobody left. But yeah, we'll see about that. Yeah, we will see. Are saying that he's like a face or whatever, which which okay. I did say. I did say I didn't see. I did say I didn't think they would trade DJ Moore. But I also said I didn't think they'd be able to trade Robbie Anderson, and somehow they got away with that. So um, they're literally paying, I believe, like twenty million or fifteen to twenty million to have him play for another team this year. He's like twenty yeah, million exactly. dead cap. Like it's just ridiculous. But uh, we can talk about the, we can talk about the McCaffrey trade actually. Yeah, I mean, we didn't get the chance. What's your take? Initially terrified. I mean, the 49ers. I'm not going to jump ahead of what happened today because honestly, it, you didn't expect Caffrey to get too involved, but this might be something they kind of might regret in the future. Like, if they don't agree. win this year, he's on the books for like 19, 20 million dollar cap hits as a running back. I think they have a two year window, two year window with McCaffrey. That's the way I, I think they're looking at it because 
and not to interrupt, but I think they're looking at it as, okay, we could reload. If we can get back to the NFC Championship game with Garoppolo like we did last year, uh, we were one game away, right? This guy pushes us over the edge. And then I think they're thinking, okay, and we get Trey Lance back next year, and we can finally run that experiment after however many years it's been. Let's see how it goes. Right. Yeah, that might be the clock. But my only concern is if you have such kind of a small window with that guy and we know kind of who this guy is, I well, know if he gets like just... an injury or something like that. I'm not like wishing it out a player or anything, but this could be very well in those trades that like he's getting hurt constantly or literally isn't playing like as good as the expectation we think of the system. Like they're, de- they're deprived of picks. Can I just, forward. well, they, yeah, I saw that they don't outside of compensatory picks, which is still up in the air, but they don't own a pick until 2026. Yeah. That's not very good. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Like if you're not look at the Rams, look win. at the Ram. They're, they seem to be doing what the Rams did last year, right? Going all in on one year. Look what the Rams look like now. Right. Right? When you, you when win. you deprive yourself of every draft pick you own and you don't win the Super Bowl, that's that's where you lose your job. Because oh, you're great. winning because you're winning 3 games, 4 games because you you've you've run out of contracts, you've run out of cap space, you've run out of veterans and you have no youth replacing you. But on the flip side, I don't really understand this from the 49ers perspective at all. Because it's not like they don't have a powerful running attack without Christian McCaffrey. I mean, this this is the they, they can put whoever they, they've been known for this forever. They can put whoever they want back there, and they'll average eight yards a carry. Right? I mean, the Raheem Mostert's of the world, the Elijah Mitchell's, who's just about to come back. Jeff Wilson's been solid. Like I, I don't. This does not strike me as a roster or a scheme that's built to pay a running back twenty million dollars a year. And I guess my, uh, and I'm not going to say counter to it. It's more just like my general analysis is like, what what scheme does fit like a $20 million running? That is such in the, today's... The 2019, the 2019 Panthers scheme? Yeah. Give it to him 50 times a game so he gets hurt for three years? Like, I mean, pretty much, yeah. If you're like really just going all in on the guy, like we've seen... Kenneth Walker again today. Like the Seahawks keep winning. And like Damian Pierce gonna do his thing. I think Brees Hall got hurt, but like well, yeah, is recycled. We saw Todd Gurley retire after six seasons. He was a two time all pro. Like yeah, running is... backs can just fall out like that. As much as I love Christian McCaffrey, having injuries that built up, he could fall off in like two years. Is he that in fact you got him under yeah, Sorry, I just don't. I, tangent, yeah. No, like, is McCaffrey really that big a difference? Is there is there that big a difference between McCaffrey and Mitchell? And is there going to be a committee? I think there'll be somewhat of a committee. I mean, they're all kind of the same back, but it's just something Shannon likes to do. And yes, as great as McCaffrey is, I would agree with you in the running back position. A lot of that is. Offensive line based, it's scheme based. You can have guys that are more talented than others, but ultimately, like, do you get a guy that fits in your system? Like, just improving from it doesn't make a whole lot of a difference. Like, if the Vikings go from Dalvin Cook to Saquon, we can agree that Saquon's a better running back, but like, doesn't do a whole lot for them. Even if 
We yeah. went from Aaron Jones to Christian McCaffrey as Packers. We're like, yay, this is great. I don't think it solves anything we got going on. It's no, just, I think that would make our offense worse, in my opinion, right? Right. It's, and while I do think that like, I do think that McCaffrey fits Shanahan probably better than anybody else, maybe McVay, but this like creative red zone, like he's gonna be so deadly in the red zone, right? This creative receiving sure. back oh, yeah. who's very elusive, very quick. Like it's a good I think it's a great fit. If I'm Christian McCaffrey, I'm very happy. But if I'm I, I just think they flat out overpaid, and now they're overpaying. They gave up four picks to continue to pay this guy for $20 million. This isn't a free agency signing where it's like we're saying, yep. oh, you know, he, they overpaid, but they still got him, so, you know, it's okay. No, they gave up four picks on top of paying his salary. Yep. So you're not only compromising your future and part of guys you can bring in, but also guys that you can not only bring in or retain because yep. you're – handicapping yourself salary cap wise and again people love it because everyone loves to their you know kids growing up no, the, like, the, oh, the, this... Peterson, you love running backs but in terms of i'm sorry the least like most least important position in terms of cap amount of money you should be spending outside of anybody on special teams is running back i would have to agree is it not is it fullback running back you can win a championship with two eh, running backs. You, you you do not need to solidify lock in a all star. It's great to have. It alleviates a lot of things for you. Look like the Seahawks, but the Patriots it went from James White to Sony Michelle to Legarrette Blunt to could have been anybody. So that's why my biggest thing is as uh, cool as it is. Yeah, it makes the 49ers a better team. Yeah, McCaffrey's a great talent. It's going to hurt them in the long run. It's almost like, it's almost like, I'm just going to be honest. It it almost feels like the 49ers are playing. They think that the real life is Madden. They they think it's it's like how how many. Bottom line is I think they think it's this year. Well, I think think that they should think that. I think they're not that far off. No, I think they see the struggles with Packers, the Buccaneers. The rest of their division is weak. Yeah, we just just saw, though, they cannot beat Kansas City. And yeah, that's fair. You know what I mean? And they couldn't be Kansas City two or three years ago. And that might reign true. I don't think there are problems with Kansas City as you saw today. We'll probably dive in more later because it's an afternoon game. But their issues are not on the offensive side of the ball. Yeah. Like we saw this in Atlanta well, last week. If we're talking about the like Niners defense, it. they are banged up. They are big. And they are, but that's what I mean. You got to hope that team is healthy and rolling as a unit because, I mean, oh, man, I keep that. We keep tailing back to this, but Packers on paper look great as a defense. We have nobody banged up right now. Yeah. And teams are running ball over us. doesn't matter who it is. Yeah. But let's – Yeah, my analysis on the McCaffrey trade. I don't know. Yeah. No, I think I mean I kind of gave my points. I, I it just feels like you know when you're running a franchise in Madden and you're like, oh, how many X Factor guys can we get on our offense to uh, and, and then yeah. throw together with an eighty over eighty something overall quarterback and uh, throw it together and, and then you get you sim like two or three years and either you win or you don't and then you have to completely re like just blow it up because your guys are leaving and you have no cap. You have no room. Yeah, you, you have no room. nothing, and you have no draft picks, which is like the number one way to like. Oh, let me get if I can find a way to get an eighty-five overall left tackle or left guard. 
instead of this aging vet who's asking for $10 million, uh, just draft a rookie, get him on a rookie contract. We'll figure it out in four years when it's over. Like, they, they can't do that. So I agree. I no, I totally agree with you. I think that's something that goes on kind of underrated. Like a lot of people saw the Rams last year. No, look like, at the way the way the Rams got to the Super Bowl was their draft picks in McVay's time until they just gave it all up to go to go win the Super Bowl. But they were making great draft picks for a number of years there where they found these pieces like Aaron Donald going all the way back. Aaron Donald, Todd Gurley. These essential Cooper Cup, like these late round essential picks that became extremely, and you could even argue Jared Goff, like he, he took them to a Super Bowl. So uh, I, I don't know. I, the importance I, of I draft picks is is no none more none more evident than in New England. Everybody knows this. I, I don't think we need to stress the importance of draft picks, and I think we've stressed enough. I, I don't. I, it's twenty twenty. It's Super Bowl. What year is this? Super Bowl fifty seven. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, it's Super Bowl 57 or 58, or and then the Niners go back into poverty, in my opinion. I just don't see a way that they can reload this roster more than once. Oh, uh, yeah, it's a very valid point. You know, when's yeah. Debo up? Because you know Debo's going to ask for that big receiver money, right? And how close are we to the end of Trey Lance's rookie contract where you have to – you and then you have to ask yourself – how much have we really seen of this guy? Because his rookie year is really going to end up being next year, and he's actually a third-year vet, right? So, yeah. Then so it's like, do we want to pay this season. guy? Do we want to pay this guy? Do we? Is he still our guy? Do we go draft a guy? And and then you run the risk. He goes somewhere else, and he's the guy you thought he was when you picked him when he was twenty year, twenty-one years old. But you didn't have the room to pay him because you're paying this thirty-year-old running back twenty-five mil. Yeah, that's. The nightmare scenario, ultimately. For the but, 49ers. yeah, and we can get on from the 49ers, and we'll get to the for game sure. today. Yeah, we'll get back to the game. You, you did mention uh, – let's let's dive into the Packers here. Um, I don't have anything to say, so you can go ahead. <laughs> uh, I, uh, look, I'll say this. You, you, you ever seen Spider-Man Far From Home? Oh, yeah. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah. You know the end of the movie when he's got the – when Mysterio's playing his last trick and he, his spidey sense and he grabs the gun – and he goes, you can't trick me anymore. That's going to be me every single week when I refuse to pick the Packers for the entire season. I'm not picking him again. I'm oh. vowing. I vow to never pick the Packers for another game. Oh, man. You can't trick me anymore. They're a bad team. Okay? And you know what? I do have something to say. Okay? Taylor Heineke is manufacturing more offense with a terrible offensive line, a terrible running back, and bad receivers than Aaron Rodgers can with a better running back and, and a better play well, evident, a supposedly a better play caller. Say the same thing about Andy Dalton. They're making offense out of nothing. So is Geno Smith. So are all these – so are the Atlanta Falcons. It is – the Packers thought that this year without Devontae Adams, and I understand Watson changes the offense. I understand. That's actually very evident that when Watson's on the field, there is a deep threat, and he changes the way the defense is – just you have to respect the speed. And he changes the way defenses look at it. But that doesn't change the drops. That doesn't change that the fact that the Packers thought without Devontae Adams they could just run it back and play this Mike McCarthy-esque run around and throw it and try and win as many games as possible offense. Okay, Rodgers is a huge part of this problem. The defense is can't get off the field on third down. They play great first down defense. They sag off, get to third and short, can't get off the field. 
Uh, and I understand that they had another, they, they had a touchdown today. They should have had a second one. It got called off. That was the right call. It was a legal contact. As dumb as it is, it was the right call. Um, and, and look, you say what you want about the fumble call. It doesn't matter. Like there were multiple, and there's just drops everywhere. There's Rogers is a shell of what he used to be. There's poor play calling or muff. You know, the special teams is terrible. This is a disaster, poorly coached team, poorly run team, poorly led team, poor at every single phase of the game. And the bottom line is, I don't know where we go from here. Uh, they still get into the press conferences and they act like everything's okay. It's just a, it's just a joke, man. And it's so, I, I like I said, I'm Tom Holland. They can't trick me anymore. I'm not even that upset about the loss today because I'm not surprised by the loss today. So what's the other thing from the Spider-Man movie? What does Zendaya say? She's like – if you have low expectations or you expect to be disappointed, then you won't be disappointed or something stupid like that. It's just like yeah, yeah, expect it, expect disappointment and you won't be disappointed. So, um, yeah, I digress. Wow. No, that's, uh, bills by a million next week. It's not even going to be close. Yeah. That's, that's a, no, that's a fair point. And, uh, I guess really my takeaway is this. I, uh, you know, today I went over and, you know, did a nice thing. Went over, went to the grandpa's house, watched the game. It was a nice old TV. 81 years old. Guy's been playing. He's been watching ball since the Roger Staubach, Roger the Dodger days, right? Where is this going? This, oh, my God. <laughs> I think you're going to love where this is going. All these young minds in the NFL, these young guns. He called our problems like the first five minutes within the game. He was just like watching. He's just like, it's like, you know, this whole season, he's like, we just make no halftime adjustments. And like we were up, I think almost we were up 14 and three. He's like, better hope that's enough because probably aren't going to score too much in the second half. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, what are you? I'm like, you know, Grant, what are you saying? And he's like, we need yeah, to that was the giant. That was a Giants game too. No, yeah. do not call hey, for Matt LaFleur's job. No, I was, no. Immediate pushback. I'm not pushing this. My I would get rid of Rodgers like, before LaFleur. I go, and that's where the conversation went. I go, well, you realize like this guy's like the most winning regular season head coach, and he's like, oh no, I understand completely. But it, we've shown it last year. We've shown our cards. Like it's Rodgers' team. Like, Rodgers got McCarthy out. If he wants LaFleur out, he can get him out. And he's like, at the end of the day, the LaFleur-Rodgers connection is not working. It looks like he's playing for McCarthy again. Running around, doing his own thing. Just chucking, looking and yelling at sidelines, yelling at people. He looks like back when this team was struggling. And so he goes. And he's not as. Honestly, we should have traded him last offseason. And I really sat. And now we'd like, I was had so many conversations. I was like, I hope we get Rogers back and whatever. And boy, am I eating my words. Boy, I never said nice that. Just, I, never I said mean, that. I, don't, I know we were both like, you know, we just know we were like losing this guy. Like I said, we should rebuild. Gonna, we were concerned Packer fans. Come I on, have like, said, no, no, no. I wish we were doing, I wish we, I wish we had receipts because I have been pro Jordan love for the longest time. I, okay, to this well, day, I swear to you that if Jordan Love went out there and played Matt LaFleur ball, we would struggle. We wouldn't win as many games. We wouldn't win games. But in a year or two, our offense would look better. We would look like a, at the very worst, Andy Dalton-led Saints offense. It, which it, is honestly, better I'm than what we did. That. That's 34 points in I'm a loss. But 
and you take your lumps and, and you're rebuilding. Well, I agree with what your grandpa had to say. Aaron Rodgers runs this team, and, and I think that this offseason, if this continues, uh, is going to really tell what management wants to do here because I don't think Rodgers has any trade value at this point. Yeah, that was a very low. He's, he's like, you, we missed our chance. I was like, he's like, I, I know. Like, I've seen Yoda, Master Uwe. Like, old people are wise, but like, he just, he just straight to the point. He was just out. He's like, yep. Yeah. And he's like, and because that's the thing. When he said it, like, LaFleur needs to go, I was like, what? And he's like, no. He's like, I don't think he, like, he's a great coach. Probably great something. But like, in what's going on right now, it's just McCarthy all over again. I'm like, Oh, and look at look at what McCarthy's profit, doing. But, look at what McCarthy's doing in Dallas. Yeah, winning games with Cooper Rush. Winning games with Cooper and, Rush and really good defense. So I guess in wow, and I, I never thought I'd get to this point, but I think because I've been watching Rodgers so long, and even we even had a great conversation about this before that Matt Mac, Matt McCarthy, the Mike McCarthy thing happened. Rodgers was universally loved. Like pretty much before that season, and ever since it's kind of been you get a lot of more mixed feelings about him. Well, why are and you especially yeah. this season? I don't really have a lot of respect because there's times he's missing reads. I'll just I can't believe I see it, but like he misses reads this year. He goes with guys like Tanyan, or he'll like completely avoid the young guys and just check down like Tanyan or Aaron Jones five yards deep in the backfield instead of like taking a minute to look down. The I field. saw, I saw I just, this sentence on Twitter that I think sums up what you're trying to say the best is for a guy that really wanted, wanted Mike McCarthy gone more than anything in the world. I don't know why he's so dead set on playing Mike McCarthy ball. That's a ad is. Yeah. Well, that was the best way to sum it up. Let look Lef- if it's not run the LaFleur offense. Cause what did we bring Agreed. Matt LaFleur in to do? Like, have a more sufficient, more creative offense. And, like, yeah. that has just – We're not going to run it. Get him out. <laughs> why is why is Aaron Jones getting the ball eight times, eight carries? I know he had a great receiving game today. Why does he have eight carries? That needs to be 20 pretty much. If he's not getting minimum 15, I'm asking questions. And that's been pretty much going on every week since. Yeah. So and here's I'm, the – I'm the, here's the same the, boat with you. Like, I'm not going to not – like, I'm not going to be in there that I'm the no – I'm – I'm not going to pick him ever again list, but there's reservations. No, I'll like pick everything. the – I promise you I'll pick the Bears. Jeez, yeah, I totally I, – I don't – out of spite. I don't care if I think the Packers will win the game. I'll pick them out of spite. I don't care. Right, yeah. I'll, I, I'll appreciate this is, that. This is two weeks in a row. I, I, I was very confident going to the Giants game. Going to the Jets, I said – Ah, uh, if there was anybody else but the Jets, uh, I'd probably pick against the Packers. Oh, uh, if there was anybody else against the Taylor Heineke-led Commanders, I'd probably pick the Packers. Not pick against the Packers. Now I don't care. Well, it's an easy one next week, but I, and now I don't. I don't care who it is. I really don't. It could be Bailey Zappi again, and I, I'd pick him. It could be Jacoby Brissett, and I'd pick him. Justin Fields is that, actually that was... Justin Fields is actually the only oh. person out there that makes me actually be like, ah. If Rogers is going to show up against anybody, he'll just show up to beat the Bears twice. It doesn't matter if we win five games all year. He'll do that. I but, just wish we moved him sooner. I can't believe I'm saying that. As honestly, I would consider well, myself no, a I mean, the bottom, a Packer fan. The bottom line is this. is The Packers 
put their money into Rodgers. He seems to have at least taken a step back from his MVP for sure. Back-to-back MVPs for sure. Put their money into Bakhtiari. He does looks like a shell of who he used to be. Put their money into Jair. He is not having a good year. He looks to be having a down year. So it's a perfect storm of these things. And, and it's like, oh, Quay Walker's not turning out, not not developing or, or playing as well as I had hoped he would. Christian Watson's been hurt. So it's and then, you know, Dante didn't want to be here. And then you have locker room issues when your quarterback asks for a hundred million dollars. You're gonna have locker room issues when the second he starts to play bad and not look like he's worth that money. But agreed. And before we move off of the Packers talk, because I know we've said a lot about it, I did have a thing I talked about with Clay Walker with some coworkers and whatnot. Him and Devontae White both went to Georgia, and that Georgia defense we saw last year was like historically like great like among college football, especially in today's yes. time, to be that great unreal. Is there maybe a concern that because he had guys like Devontae Wyatt, Jordan Davis, basically an entire NFL D-line in front of him in college, that Clay Walker just is used to – he can make open plays, kind of free roam. Is, is he going to have trouble adjusting to the NFL level because – our past defense is great in terms of NFL ranks. Tyler, Taylor Anakin struggled today, first half, no question. Definitely turned around a bit in the second half. But, like, our run defense has been kind of problematic. And it kind of seems like it's there's just times where, like, Clay Walker does not get to his gap. Or, like, he leaves it, like it, – Look, he's a rookie. Yeah, I, I, he's a rookie. And I, I understand that. Especially like, linebacker. get targeted, like, as a, as a first-rounder to get targeted almost every game. No, um, I just I, well, I when have you have two for when you have two for when you lose Devontae Adams, you have two first round picks, and there's guys like uh, you know what? Let's just start naming Chris Olave, Garrett Wilson, Drake London. I there's like five more, and the guy we come yeah, up with is Christian Watson. I'm not out on Christian Watson yet, but, but we was, You get my point. You could have got Christian Watson and one of those guys, yep. right? You had two first round picks. And that's the guy going into the draft that you wanted. After all the offseason talk about the Packers never drafted a court, you know, never drafted an offensive player in the first round, yada, yada, yada. All this talk, it's like, okay, this is finally going to be here. They do it. Yeah. I, I think they messed up the draft horribly. I really do. They just seem so just half in and half out between are we going to let Rodgers do his thing? Or are we going to try and run our team? Are we going to build for the future or compete? It just seems they're just lost and. So honestly, yeah, I'm going to move on. Good thing for the, you know, the commanders. They're able to get a win. I don't think it really means anything for their outlook. Oh, it's helping Ron Rivera keep his job. I'll say it helps him. Taylor Heineke, good for him. But I actually love Taylor Heineke too. Like he's He's so fun to watch. He's so fun. The stories of him being like emailing his professor. I mean, like, hey, can I get an extension? Because I got to go play Tom Brady in the playoffs. Just so awesome. Just like classic. Classic NFL, just like nerdy stories. I'll I'll give him that. In terms of backups in the NFL, he's up there. So kudos to them. They uh, keep their season alive. And are we both three and four now? Is that Uh, yeah the same as the Commanders? Yeah, Yeah, that's what I mean. It's this season kind of feels lost, but well, okay, Uh, you can. I, I mean, it's. I'm it not. Sucks. I'm not like, writing off the Packers. Like um, they might sneak into the playoffs, up. but they just no. Right I would not say so that. I, the Packers need to decide what they want to do. Or are they going to try and contend with Aaron Rodgers and go trade for a wide receiver and sign Odell Beckham, or are they going to miss on that too and, and 
finished with six wins. And yeah, because who can they? Like who the can they? Who can they beat? Oh, I mean, the Bears. Bears. The Bears. Five. I mean, I yeah. I, All right. Let's move on. Let's move on. Um, we talked about Atlanta. We can cover that game. Um, Atlanta got shredded today by mm-hmm. Cincinnati. Um, it looks like that offense has finally woken up the last two weeks. Jamar Chase, it's crazy what happens when they give him the ball. Um, yeah. Don't use him as a decoy. The offense is awake. They are starting to find their stride. I believe Burrow threw for almost 300 yards in the first half. Uh, oh, yeah. Touchdowns. I thought he was on record watch for a moment there. but Yeah. Um, um, it was, wow, quite the performance. What's your what's your thoughts here uh, regarding Cincinnati? Are we talking Super Bowl again? Is that their ceiling, or are we still a little bit still a little bit hesitant to say that? Um, I, I want to say. I mean, I picked them. You know, win the division before the like. I expect them to be AFC conference contenders. I, I just can't really put them ahead of the Chiefs and the Bills. Just, I mean, we've been saying this all year. They look so much better and out front you know in teams this year I, i'll say but this at least regarding it's, it's kansas a very city, good win yeah at least regarding kansas city i think that cincinnati has the recipe to beat them which is basically like score more points i agree like to beat to beat kansas city in the playoffs you simply need to be more explosive and be able to score 40 points and cincinnati can do that their offense is starting to wake up uh, and they can do that, um, and they did it last year. But uh, they didn't play Buffalo last year. I think Buffalo's better, in my opinion. But um, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I would say I would say I could see you return. I don't think they're going to return to the Super Bowl, but I could see it if they're going to play like this. They have a fighter's chance. They got like they give their best shot. They can beat any team in the AFC. They're plain and simple. They put up 35, 42 in a playoff game. They got the capability of doing that. And that's really kind of all we're banking on. But, yeah, I mean, I guess from the Falcons' aspect, this is why you got to learn how to throw the ball. I mean, when when teams are honestly giving you that kind of track race of a game where there's just points being poured on, if you can only get the ball down the field in four- and five-yard chunks, it's better than Packers being able to move the ball at all, and even the Buccaneers at this point. Like, they're still outscoring these what we would consider good offensive teams. But, yeah, they still got work to do. And But like you mentioned, though, you can still be high on this team because they're still in the first place tied with the NFC South. They have as real of a shot of making a playoff spot as the Buccaneers right now. And that's something going into the season is like no one would have thought that yeah. in a million years. So from the Falcons' aspect, they're still winning the season. And Bengals are just going to keep doing their thing. I, I mean, this is a team that last year got hot late kind of seems like it's kind of how it's going to turn out for them this year and yeah i mean i'd love to see a return trip to the super bowl i'd love to see it. i think burrow earned a ring last year and didn't get it um you know people if that makes sense right like i think that like that was one of those teams that like you look at nfl history and sometimes there's those random teams that get hot and they run to the super bowl and they win and i think that people forget how close that super bowl really was like it wasn't like the Bengals were outmatched 
yeah, it wasn't like the Bengals were outmatched. I genuinely thought for a large portion of that game, they were my pick to win the game. Honestly, I thought for a large portion that they would win that game and it just didn't turn out that way. But, um, right. I, I, you know, I picked Baltimore to win the division. I think it's still a toss up, but, um, yeah, if they're going to play like this, they're, they're going to win 10 games again, 11 games. They got again. the ammo to compete with anybody in this league. Yeah. Offensively. It's, it's a fun team to watch. Um, but hey, you know what? Unless you got more to add to that, uh, I I gotta hear your thoughts on uh, what happened with the Titans over there, man. So the Titans you know, have the won Titans. five in a row against uh, the Colts now, which yeah, is just that's like something, you know. It's and it, it's it, here's the this is the I think the Colts are the you know as much as I'm shipping them this year, they're the most home. What, what's the homer team? They're only they play good at home. What's the word for that? Because they beat the Chiefs at home, uh, who they blow it's out not last front, week. It's not front runners. No, it's, it, it's, it's basically just Seattle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> being honest, like, like if they, the 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 Colts go on the road, their odds go down like fifty percent of winning the game. Like it doesn't matter who they're playing at home, they have a chance to win. If they're on the road, they're they're a B minus team at the very best. Yeah, and you know what? Up, they I were guess. in. And they were in this game too. That's and the Colts always have been a dome team, going back to the Peyton Manning days. That's that's true, but they were they were in this game to the very end. I mean, I know it was you know nineteen to they lost by nine, but um, I I I, <laughs> I think that they were a lot closer to winning this game than people realized. That the, the Titans got a field goal late, and look, you got to score more than ten points if you're going to win. But this is what I'm talking about with the offense. Is like it only shows up yeah. at home. You know, it only shows up at home. The defense has actually been pretty consistent. To hold Tennessee to 19 points, Derrick Henry did not have that. I mean, oh, I guess he had 130 yards, so never mind. But uh, no touchdowns for Derrick Henry, right? So, you know, Ben don't break, but got to be able to score more than 10 points. I guess um, my just concern for this Colts team, because you, you touched on the uh, only play well at home. Ben yeah, Jones, they're not going to have home field advantage in the playoffs. No, and even if worse, they get there, is Matt Ryan has always been a dome guy. Yeah, in Atlanta, that's what he's done. Playing the warm weather already, it's like you're kind of seeing the writing on the wall of they're going to struggle going into play, whether it's Cincinnati, Kansas City. Buffalo, if you're going to be any of those teams, division. if they're going to beat any of those teams, they have to find a way to get Jonathan Taylor going and you know, first game back, but 10 carries for 58 yards isn't enough. That's five. That's 5.8 a carry. Why is it not at 20? Yeah. And I, I get there's game game scripts. You're down all this stuff, but it's like, dude, this is your guy. This is your guy. 19 to 10 doesn't scream to me. You're down at any, no, he's running the ball. No, I agree. Throw that in there. Like, I, I agree. They should not have th- threw the ball another 44 times today. So I don't know if it's a matter of Matt Ryan is checking to a pass every single time or what, but I, I just – I think that their, their play calling is become, becoming more, be and more, inex- like. more and more inexcusable. They ran the ball a ton last year, so I don't know if it's he Frank Reich. You know, I, I don't know. Uh, I, and if you don't want to, if you don't want to, if you don't want to bell cow Taylor to twenty five, you don't want to put him in injury sake. Twenty five carries a game. Use use Hines for five of them, right? Like you like run the that should be your identity is running the ball. 
Derrick Henry had 30 carries today. Nobody else had a – Brian Tannehill had four. Dontrell Hilliard had one, right? Your identity should be we as a team are going to run the ball 25 times at a minimum every single game, right? Stop us. And that's just not who they are. And I don't know – if you're averaging five yards a carry against the Titans, why are you only running the ball 10 times? They had 10, 10 team rushes – well, 17 rushes as a team today. I guess Hines had four, but like it's just like it's starting yeah. to get it's starting to get like what do you who are you because you are, Matt Ryan has proven and I know that he threw for however three hundred eighty yards last week but you guys have proven that you are not this explosion like Chiefs style throw the ball forty times rush at ten score forty five points against the Niners defense juggernaut of an offense right like. I feel like Richard Sherman, like run the ball. Yeah, no, like run the ball. And <laughs> I mean, it's as bottom line as it gets, but I really, it's something that needs to be talked about. Okay. Because when we think of teams that they're not running the ball enough, Rodgers and Brady, all right, you know, consensusly known as like great quarterbacks, legends in this league, new additions. Like Matt Ryan kind of seems like they're throwing a bit more than they need to. Russell Wilson definitely throwing a bit more than they should be. Um, you know, the list can kind of go on. Fal- like you look at the Falcons. They added in Mariota and knew we're not going to utilize this guy that way. You look at uh, the Giants. Daniel Jones is kind of playing for new contract or whatever. That's, that's not his strength. They don't need to be throwing this much. And you're seeing the teams that are just conceding and saying, we got the talent to run the ball. We're just going to do it. Are playing better. Why yeah. we're seeing this, <laughs> you know, and fans are seeing it, and the way scoring is the whole NFL is down so much. The Colts feel like they're six years behind offensive schemes right now. It, right? Like, it, it feels like they're playing in 2017, 2016, like – they don't We're going to throw it 40 times. And I just. They don't need. I, you have Jonathan Taylor. You don't need to be doing that. This is a guy at Wisconsin that would get the ball 40 times a game. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like that's, that's Wisconsin's scheme is they just hand the ball off constantly. I just, I'm really just kind of baffled at, this, you know, again, I could keep being like, oh, so stupid. Yeah. Well, and the rebuttal is we're not in the league, right? We're not, you know, coordinators. We can't see it's going on. What it's so clear is when you look around the NFL landscape, the teams that are winning can run the ball, do it consistently, don't get away from it. And the teams that were amazing last year and whatever, it, it doesn't matter who you are, Falcons or the Buccaneers who are in the contenders, if you can't run the ball right, it doesn't matter. <laughs> like, quite frankly, yeah. it does not matter. I, I just think- No one can look at that Falcons roster and be like, this is so much talented, better than the Buccaneers. You got journeymen all over the place, a bunch of young no names. Drake London's great. Kyle Pitts. No, the Falcons are supposed to be in a rebuild right now. We're talking about them making the playoffs. Yeah, well, yeah, let's be real. And right, the fact they're even in contention at this point in the season. Speed We're going on week eight. We're still talking. But right, yeah. So I just think bottom line, there the NFL is changing. It is in front of our eyes. Yeah, when you we, we've discussed this, there's adjust. a shift back to the run game, run dominance. Um, 
When you have Jonathan Taylor, the 23-year-old star rushing leader last year, uh, it makes no sense not to give him the ball. At at the bare minimum, 15 times. At the bare minimum. But... Look, this division's wide open. I'm not out on the Colts. You know, I've said from the very beginning, make the playoffs, anything can happen. So um, I'm just going stick to my, stick to my script. I know that they're a better team at home. Um, lost to the Titans, but uh, hopefully they can split the series. Was it the second time they played them? No, they played the Jags twice. This is the first time they played. Um, uh, yeah, they got another one coming up. Um, at home, so they'll probably win that. Yeah, so... Find a way to sneak out the division. The Jags look like they're going to be too far behind, and the Texans are terrible. So you find a way to pick up a couple games, win the division, you're in. And uh, from there, you know, anything can happen. And um, at least my pick doesn't look as bad if they win the division. So um, No doubt, no doubt. We can move on. Um, let's let's talk about the Giants-Jaguars game, actually. I briefly brought up the Jaguars. Um, is it time to write them off? Is it um, time? Jaguars, as a competent playoff team, yeah. I mean, and honestly, I don't even think they're going to sneak in just as low as the AFC is. I don't think they're a bad team. It's just the wins that they needed to get were kind of in this early window, and they didn't get them. Because, again, they were still in that game with the Giants. As good as they the just Giants they have a year. lot of close games. They just can't win. Yeah, they just they, they haven't found a way to win, and a lot of that is just, again, they're getting set up to win by their coaching. It's just they got so many young guys and fresh faces. Can I, can, I, can I say something, though? Yeah. Travis Etienne is clearly the better back for their offense. No question. Clearly. He is, no taking, he is taking over this backfield uh, week by week. And uh, even looking at this week, he had 14 carries. And uh, uh, why is it not listing? I don't know I if James Robinson, Robinson. I don't know if he had a carry today. I, I don't mean, think he did. Man. You know, I, like, as a running back, as a runner, especially guys in uh, Southern Illinois, like, smaller school, I like the kid. Like, I think he does a good job running the ball. I think he will play probably for, I don't want to say a long time in this league, because you can never guess that with running backs. But I don't think he's out of a job. It's just No, I mean, ETM yeah, was 14, kind of, 14 for 114 today. He averaged eight yards yeah. carry. Right, and considering that Trevor Lawrence is back, I mean – we just got to be keep real with ourselves here. Like, yeah, he's gonna not only gonna favor that guy, he's gonna get the ball to him when he can, and ETNs deserves it at the base. Yeah, if if it was close or whatever, you know, you can make cases, but ETN's clearly more explosive. You can keep James Robinson on the lot roster, but fantasy outlook wise, eh, he's just only gonna be a tall touchdown vulture at this point. How about the um, how about the Giants? I got a question. Who can they lose to? I mean, they could lose to anybody at this point. In the you NFL. still aren't sold. I'm sold that they're a good football team. I just think they're going to be a team that is going to go from so far underrated to so far overrated by playoff time that they're going to disappoint people. But I don't want to get out in this and be like, I'm negative on the Giants because I'm not. They're a playoff team when going into the season, I was expecting top 10 pick for them. And they're gonna move on from Daniel Jones. That's oh, I don't think they can. I don't think they can do that now. I no, genuinely they, no, they can't. They can't. At I genuinely one, don't no. think unless they fall off the face of the planet the back half of the year. If they make the playoffs, and I'm assuming they're not gonna win their division, but you know, 
let's put them at double-digit wins, right? Yeah. They have double-digit wins. How can you move on from Daniel Jones? Because he is the one, in my opinion, who's if the if the NFL had a most improved player award, it would have to be him. He is catapulting this offense into like, oh well, we actually need to like somewhat like it's not like like yes, yeah, Saquon is their best player on offense, and he's carrying the ball twenty to thirty times every game and getting a hundred yards from scrimmage. But Daniel Jones is not making mistakes. Okay, he's taking care of the football, and he's like moving the ball down the field, making good throws, making right reads, being a game manager with absolutely no receiving weapons. Absolutely. Wandale Robinson's a rookie. This was like his first or second game. Uh, Kenny Galladay, we discussed him. He's tra- he's a tr- modern-day tragedy. Um, and they lost uh, – what's his face? Kadari- was it Kadari Stoning, Sterling Shepard that they lost? Stoney, yeah, yeah. It, like there's nobody so out better. there, and they're just – they're winning games. So Brian Dable, it's going to be hard not to give him coach of the year at this point unless the Eagles go 17-0, but – yeah. And no, that's. I am bought in. Um, we talked about their ceiling last week. I think it still remains the same conference championship at best. Um, wouldn't be surprised if a division loss, but uh, it, it, I, I also asked the question like, who in the NFC is going to beat them besides the Eagles and the Cowboys? But besides the teams in their division, who's, who's going to beat them? You know, maybe the Niners, maybe, right? Like the NFC right now just feels like a joke. Comparatively speaking, agree. I, I totally agree with you. I don't really actually know what's going on. With the I mean, the C, the Seahawks. Are, actually, you know, do you have, do you have anything more? Oh, yeah, I guess I Seahawks don't. was Seahawks was an afternoon game, but I do want to say, like, um, well, do we have any more noon games actually before I do this? Uh, we don't. No, we're good. Oh, Lions Cowboys. Do you have anything to say about Lions Cowboys? I, I mean, the Lions. It's just sad, man. It's, it's Cowboys sad. are the Cowboys, but yeah, I, I don't really know what the heck happened with the Lions, and I hate to be that guy, but at this rate, if it's just going to be a tank fest from here, Campbell might be out. That's and dumb. I hate it. No, I, hate I think it. he. I think he deserves one more year, in my opinion. I think they, he does too. Their 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 roster is the defensively speaking atrocious. Um, their offense, score anymore. their offense has fallen off, but they've lost DeAndre Swift. I think he's the most explosive player. So when he comes back, I wouldn't be surprised. Amon Ra got ruled out today by concussion spotters who saw him get hit in the head. He didn't get hurt. I think this is the dumbest rule, and it's it's going to lead to a lot of bad, a lot of just bad situations. Um, and that's that yeah. little change with Tua where these concussion, these people watch the film like, oh, he got hit in the head. He's done for the day. Uh, I think that the protocol is that. This is uh, this is bad. Uh, this is a recipe for disaster. All it's going to take is one time where somebody's in the playoffs or a very important regular season game that requires playoffs or even the Super Bowl, and somebody gets hit too hard and they pull them out of the game, and now an owner is really, really pissed because Joe Burrow got sacked and they didn't get a roughing the passer and he hit his head on the ground and he's not allowed to play. Um, this rule is not going to make it outside of this year. I think, that, I think the NFLPA is going to be really pissed about this. Um, when Amon Ross St. Brown was getting pulled and he did, he didn't get hurt. He didn't come out of the game. Uh, he just got hit hard. And then somebody came up to him on the sideline and said, you're done. You know, that that's my understanding of what happened. As, as a player. Yeah. Especially if you're not even cussed, like I'd probably lose it. Yeah. So like, look, yeah, and look, this is all hearsay on what actually happened. Speculation. But I was, I did, I wasn't, I did see on Twitter that it was because 
concussion spotters saw him and pulled him from the game. So this is not the first time this has happened either. This happened. Um, it's just not a good look. I, I don't think it's good. If, if he can pass concussion protocol, I think that they should play. Um, I think that we need to be careful. I'm all for protecting people. I'm all for it. Yeah. But then adjust the uh, protocol. I, I don't think concussion spotting and you might have a concussion. We're not, you know, like you're just done for the day. I think that's that's such a at some at some point panic, we need at some point you know, we need to accept that these players are accepting the risk they take when they go out there. Absolutely. That's you know, know, if they know they're hurt, then they shouldn't put themselves in this position to be even more hurt. Right? Like Tua should yeah. not play. Tua should watch. readjust so, contracts and whatever. So but, no, I totally yeah. agree with you. Uh, Dallas is Dallas. Dallas is rolling. I think Dak looked good. Um, but uh, more importantly, first Dallas, game back, yeah. Dallas's rush uh, rushing offense is really starting to blossom. Um, two-headed monster. Pollard has 80 yards. Zeke has almost 60. And then Zeke gets two touchdowns. This is going to be a tough team to stop. We, get, we talk about running the ball and all that, and, and it's not like they're short of receiving weapons. They got C.D. Lamb, they oh, got no. Dak Prescott, um, Michael. They got a nice offensive line too. Yeah, and, and running, yeah. really good at running offensive line. So, and, and I think uh, they, they might have the best defense in the league, in my opinion. So, um, so far, it, it, it's yeah. you know they're going to roll their wagon to pick so far, um, and, and yeah, it's sad to see the Lions fall this far, but. Uh, if you're going to take that step up, you got to learn how to go from being that circle win team, that three win team, to that seven win team, and then you take that step to that double digit win team. And, and these are not this game, but but there are, have been games where the Lions have been right there, like the Vikings game earlier in the year, um, and whatnot, where these close games where everyone's really excited about the new season, and then you find yourselves at one and three after losing three close games, and now it's like, oh, we got blown up by the Patriots, oh, we got blown up by the Cowboys. Season's over. We're one yeah, and five. The blow the blowouts are yeah that those can't happen. Right, because but, but, the but, Saints, their games are so close. Even though they're two and five, it's like, well, this still looks like good football. The core, the core of the Lions issue, their defense was not going to be good when you looked at it in the preseason. I think Jeff Okuda is having a decent year. Hutchinson finally had, I think, his best game of the year so far today. But um, they still got a plenty of holes to fill. Um, no doubt on no defense, doubt. and I think it'd be, I think it'd be a shame to at least not give. I think Campbell deserves one more year. Um, where he has an offseason to put together a competent defense because he's put together a competent offense. Um, and look, they still haven't given – we can talk all we want about the Jared Goff hype train at the start of the year, but it's, he's still Jared Goff. I think we got a little bit – everybody got a little bit ahead of themselves a little bit with Jared Goff. And, um, he doesn't do well pressure, man. Uh, yeah, he, he doesn't do well under pressure. And look, we, we're going to fire Dan Campbell, and we this is the quarterback we've given him. We haven't drafted anybody. We haven't made – you know – I just I think that it's – I think that's a little unfair in my opinion. But No, uh, yeah, I, I totally agree with you. I just know the NFL is a cruel world. Um, but, no, that was the last of the noon window games, though, hey? I mean, these yeah. bye weeks really are shortened down our – Yeah, yeah, which is not bad, not bad. But no, uh, no, Seahawks, no. Chargers. Um, I have officially moved to Seattle from a pick-only-when-they're-at-home team. Um, and I, I, I guess they're, I guess I might be jumping the gun a little bit because the Chargers literally have the worst home field advantage in the league. But um, there's still Chargers though. There's and still the they Chargers. Allen back today. They did. did they did not. Yeah. No, okay. they did. Um, look, the Chargers are. They're the Chargers. They lose games like this. They, they, they look. People talk about this. I've seen this talk a lot lately, and I want to hear your take on it. Um, Mahomes, Allen are the Brady and Manning of this era. Somebody's got to be Drew Brees. Somebody's got to be Philip Rivers. 
right? Yeah. Um, somebody, yeah. somebody, somebody, somebody's, somebody's got to be the, somebody's got to be the Aaron Rodgers, right? Um, these oh. guys, these guys that, yeah, they get one ring, they have a chance for a second, all this stuff. They're great passers for their whole career. They're solid guys. Their franchise never going to move on from them because that's their guy. Um, and, and you know what? I, wow. I'm not saying jury's out on Herbert, but in terms of being on the same playing field as Mahomes and Allen, yep. these are just games that he does that those two don't lose, right? No, just, like he's clearly number three. And look, I, I'm gonna point. I'll point to Brandon Staley. I'm gonna keep doing it because there's just things that he does that you point to and you're like, like the Browns game that they should have lost. Why the frick are we going for it on fourth down, right? That's these. Hmm. These are the ones that he loses. I just think that Brandon Staley is going to be the first person to go uh, if they don't make the playoffs again this year. I think they do make the playoffs, but I don't think they do much a when they get there. Veteran coach would help this team more. They are missing a That's wide receiver my... one, and they are. If Keenan Allen's not playing up to par, I, I actually great. don't know why that they're. I don't know why their defense is. It feels like they're underperforming. I, I just, I, I'd have to. No I, I'm gonna have to go watch the film because on paper they yeah. look. To me they look really, I know J.C. Jackson got hurt today, but um, that could be problematic for sure. I don't know I, the, rest of the corner depth. They still have Asante Samuel Jr. I believe. I oh yeah, they don't. On paper, the their defense looks really good. So James, I, mean, I have to check yeah, out the film know. a little bit on why their defense is struggling. But um, yeah, the Seahawks are legit in my mind. They're on top of the NFC West, so. It's hard not to argue with. I give them, yeah, that's hard not well to argue said. with. I mean, that team can work. And Geno Smith, we say most improved, Michael Daniel Jones. My vote would go Geno Smith. That, that dude. Impro- like, mean, like, my problem with giving him that award is done, man. Yeah, but like, improve from what? Because we haven't seen him play in eight years. So I think like, there's a I level think that's to like, the argument. I, think the I, argument I, I see what like, you're saying, I guess. This, this I just dude, feel like this dude was a wrong fit, you know, bad backup, bad preseason from being out of the NFL. And now he probably locked himself down, at, at least in the Chase Daniel role, where like yeah. he'll probably get till 37, 38, just getting contracts. Yeah. You know, just because of what he's shown this. Good for him, man. With this, I, yeah, look, hey, yeah. Hey, if I'm Seattle, look. At this point, it's we're trying to make the playoffs, and I, dare I say, anything can happen in the NFC playoffs right now. You anything have a great can happen. Quarterback, you have a great. You have an incredible bridge quarterback. Use this to find the guy you want, right? If it's if it's not this year, if it I, you have it, you have a great bridge quarterback. That's the best way to put it. And you have a great receiving core. Build up the defense. Um, you've got pieces like you've got an incredible fan base. I think that I thought Seattle was going to ride back off into mediocrity as soon as Russell Wilson left. That is not the case. I think as long as as long as Pete Carroll is there, uh, I think they're going to be relevant. My my just you know last just suggestion for Seattle would be we mentioned this amazing bridge quarterback. Maybe you don't take a guy at you know the end of the first round because at this point they're probably going to be. No, I'm saying run it back with Gene. No, build, do what the Jets did. Run it, draft, run it back draft with, with the Jets did. Definitely, yeah. Run it back with Gino. Let him mentor. This dude might be one of the best mentors, not ever, but he's going to be a very great mentor considering he got thrown into a crap situation with the Jets, 
started way too early. A lot of people like, yeah, write him off. This guy is done. Backup should be out of the league. And now he's reestablishing his career. He can really get yeah, a it lot makes of you, It makes you wonder how many of those yeah. types of talents have gone, gone through places like Cleveland and the Jets and uh, Houston and all these places that are terrible where it's like, man, if they'd have gone anywhere else, they could have oh, been, geez, man, they could have been great or, or even serviceable, right? And it's just like uh, – Maybe a discussion for another day, but how the NBA as a G League, the NFL could really – really benefit of having something like that i would agree and i think that like, i think that that's actually on the way and we can have this discussion later i think yeah. that the when the rock bought the xfl uh he's working with the nfl now i believe i saw that um to set some sort of feeder yeah. up um and, and honestly i wouldn't even be mad if you literally had you find some sort of rule proposal that allows teams to pull guys up from any xfl roster at any time yeah. Right. And they're playing like the coincide. Yeah. Yeah. That's but, like, it, it, there's no reason it can't happen. Yeah. The NBA can do it. Why can't the NFL? If they have 16 to 17 games they have to play. Yeah. You see 10 DA guys get called up overnight and then they're flying across country. Like, I agree. The NBA, if the NBA can pull that off in an 82 game season, there's no really excuse at all. The NFL can't, and they're being greedy. Well, yeah, and you've heard you, and we're getting off topic here. You heard what Chad Chinko said about the CFL. You ever seen that clip? He 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 went up to the CFL and he was like, "Why are these guys so good?" Yeah, he's like, "Oh, because there's only fifteen hundred spots in the NFL." Look at baseball, and and look, there are fundamental differences. You cannot set up a minor league system for football like baseball because the 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 careers the careers are way shorter. And guys are way more injury prone, but there should be something, in my opinion. There really should yeah, because yeah. I, it's not that hard. Yeah, uh, we can move on. I, I, honestly, the afternoon games are kind of stinkers. Um, Which any is thoughts? Fine. We'll Raiders, Raiders rolled. Um, Texans were made a little interesting, but I, I, I think the Raiders are way yeah, better than two do. and four, two and five. No, they're two and four. Raiders are way better than two and four, in my, in my opinion. They'll keep. I think they'll get to four and four. Pretty I did have Josh Jacobs in fantasy frenzy. Nice, nice. I mean, yeah. I, you know, you still need a, a little miracle from Jalen. I need, Waddle, I need a Jalen Waddle, Jalen Waddle miracle. But um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Raiders rolled. Recap that, but not much to talk about here. Raiders rolled. I don't really have much else to say. This might have been the most like again, like in terms of games that happened today, the most like, yeah, we expected that. <laughs> You literally in fantasy friends, you're like, yeah, game flow wise, Jacobs is probably gonna get the ball a lot. Yeah. Well, here we are. Um, I have nothing to add. I, I, I'm sorry for Texans fans that are out there listening. It's like you guys know what you are. You're, you're trying to just keep improving. No, yeah, they're they're finding things that work. Go get the number one overall pick. Go grab. Yeah, I don't know There's who. Not I don't know if there is a say. consensus, but you know, I don't. They're they're, they're, they're taking. Right they're rebuilding. They're rebuilding, which is. Yeah. I, so. This is which is why I don't know why the Panthers are trying to win games, but that's a different conversation yeah. that we already had. Uh, final game: uh, Jets at Broncos. All right, you picked Broncos country. Uh, Russell didn't end up starting. I actually think the offense looked better, in my opinion. But any thoughts? Uh, yeah, and that's the thing. Like, yeah, Bron- the offense looked better because my initial, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, just like excuse or be like, oh, this is why my pick lost. Be like, well, Russ didn't play. I'm not even gonna pull that because, like, you <laughs> meant, like watching this game, 
they look better. So, yeah. Oh, I think we do Broncos, need to, we do need to talk about but, um, pre-sol. Yeah, but go ahead. Two. Oh yeah, we can talk about pre-sol, but yeah, chilling at two and five. Uh, yeah, after losing in Denver, looking better than they have offensively, still losing the Jets. Uh, yeah, see, I'm uh, this to is, be on the other side of the team. For I'm kind of buying in on the Jets. This is a gritty win. I really they're, am they're, they're, the Jets too. They're a great they went team. on the road. Yeah, they went on the road. On the road to Lambeau so and to good. Denver, um, and and win back to back weeks or five and two. I'm I'm buying in. Yeah. Zach Wilson, to, uh, game manager. I'm buying in. Sixteen yeah, of twenty six, one twenty, no touchdowns, no picks though. Like, he almost got to the Super Bowl with Mark Sanchez. Their, def- uh, their defense is not that good. Their, their defense is not that good. Um, yet. Yet. Sauce, Sauce is – Sauce, alone. if we're going to talk about that old Jets team, Sauce is Darrell Revis in three years, in my opinion. Maybe not even Oh, three. yeah. He's he's got it already. He's already got yeah. those, the measurable – What was the call the today? Cortland guys. Sutton got lost in the Sauce. <laughs> that was I bet. I feel like a lot of guys get lost in the sauce. Such I mean, a good call. Good. You get I, a, your own I sauce mean, at the beat ups, and you haven't even played a game in the NFL yet, and then you come out and you're still playing as well. Yeah, I, I'm I'm sold. I you might be a Revis right now. I mean, this guy's he's, he's good. playing well. The Jets defense. Yeah, we've like you know Zach Wilson right now is a game manager. You know the Jets offensively are uh offensively challenged yeah. so when it becomes you know the fact their defense is the only that's going to beat you and it just consistently does that that's something that needs to be taken into account so tip that to them for the broncos yeah i am probably keep saying i'm never going to pick them but i feel like it's like every i'll talk week, you like, i'll oh, talk you into maybe it they'll win. yeah I'll you talk probably you will. it's like well they might get it done and i just end up with another loss on the weekend but, <laughs> you know that's um yeah, uh, Brees Hall. Let's talk about Brees Hall's injury. Um, this looks bad. Um, they ruled him out right away. I'm seeing on Twitter major knee injury. I don't. I haven't seen a diagnosis oh. yet. Um, but without Brees Hall, I think this offense takes a step back, and I do sell sell off some of my shares that I've invested into the Jets. Um, if they, you know, get him back in a couple of weeks, maybe it's a PCL MCL situation. Um, I don't know. But with Michael Carter, I, I think that Brees Hall has been a large proponent for their success he's been very elusive very explosive and making plays out of nothing michael carter i think he's a solid yeah. back um he's not Brees hall but they're, they're not he's not Brees hall so i am concerned if Brees hall is done for the year i'll say that yeah it's fantasy purposes for me as well it's well not even fantasy purposes um but just like from the jets, jets perspective jets perspective like their ceiling was playoffs and i don't know if that's case anymore if he's if he's out it, you know because they're, they're, they're not going to be they're not going to be buffalo they're not going to be kansas city um they're not an afc contender at this point but they are surprising surpassing expectations so no doubt, no doubt. johnny johnny um, can go get some ice cream um but yeah um, outside of that let's do uh that was our final sunday slate game Quick recap of our picks so far. So we both um, both got Cardinals on Thursday night. Um, I'm now on a three-game win streak on on Thursday night, so we're we're rolling, we're rolling. Nice, nice. Um, both got the Ravens. Uh, we both, I mean, we missed the Buccaneers, which 
those are the ones that really frustrate me in this game because it's like well, I'm never gonna not pick them. Uh, right? I'm not taking them like Panthers ever, not in a million years. Um, <laughs> then I grab. We both got Bengals and Cowboys. I got the Giants. You had the Jaguars. Both missed on the Packers. Like I said, uh, if the Packers win any more games, you're going to get a free point automatically off me because I will not be picking them for the rest of the year. Uh, and then I missed on the Colts. You grabbed the Titans. We both grabbed the Raiders. Broncos country did not ride. Uh, and then we grabbed the Chiefs. Uh, and then I have not filled this out, but um, we both did miss on the Chargers as well. So, whoops, I wrote Chargers and says Seahawks. So that puts us at... That puts me one game ahead of you. We were tied coming into the week. I am eight in four so far, and you are seven and five to this week so far. So solid weeks. We both have Dolphins tonight. I believe they're up 13-0 already. So quick preview. Oh, nice. So um, we can actually let me pull up the box score. See see what's going on here. Oh, 13 to three. Sorry. Um, still good, still good for the Dolphins. Jalen Waddle three for sixty-three. I'm trying to figure out who scored. Tua threw a touchdown to Raheem Mostert. So, um, oh, that's great. I'm playing him in Dynasty. Anyways, um, both have the Patriots tomorrow night as well. So looking up because the Patriots are going to win. Looking up for both. We're both going to be over five hundred for the week. I'm assuming, and uh, I think we're both going to grab the Finns tonight. Terms of fantasy game terms of fantasy frenzy housekeeping um you are currently up 146 to 115 uh and i still have jalen waddle um who is actually off to a decent start he's got nine points in the first uh first quarter so solid start i need 30 30 30 31 out of them three for 63 but uh quick recap i had herbert barkley jacobs at 36 barkley at 17 Herbert at 18 would have liked for a little bit more, but the big bust for me was Debo Samuel and Lennel Fournette. Uh, Debo had nine. Ooh, yeah. Fournette had four. Gerald Everett was a solid stream, uh, but you beat me out with Kittle. Uh, Everett had 11, Kittle at 21. Um, and Ooh. then the Packers defense managed to quite literally score a touchdown and only score eight points, which is just atrocious in my eyes, especially because they had another touchdown called off. Um, then I got right. 10 out of my kicker. You did have Lamar, who struggled today. He only had 10. Derrick Henry had 16. Kamara had 17 on Thursday. Uh, but your big winner was Jamar Chase. He had 33 points again. Um, and when you got Jamar Chase and he's going to do that, um, look, I can do what I want with Josh Jacobs, but it's going to be hard to keep up. Uh, Devontae Adams, 17.5. Kittle, 21. C.D. Lamb, 10.6. Tucker at 13. Broncos defense only had 6. So mm. um, barring a miracle here from – Waddle, he's probably going to have to score twice for me to have a chance. Say so he's in um, the Jamar Chase type day, which is you know with the 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 bat. If I was in a situation like this, I would want Tyreek Hill or Jalen Waddle to be in the situation they are uh, with the matchup they have because it's most likely that something like that would happen. So, um, right, praying for a miracle, but it's not looking. It's looking like you're going to carry on to a three game win streak um, in fantasy frenzy. So. Moving you to three and one since week four when we started it. So uh, yeah, I got I gotta look around a little bit and figure out what's going on because uh, <laughs> we can't be dropping games like this, man. This is getting this is getting bad. But um, yeah, any closing thoughts, closing closing uh, remarks here with our week six reactions, week seven reactions? Sorry. Jeez, I mean closing is kind of just. I guess we just got to keep watching. I think at this point, 
we have ideas of who are going to be contenders, but there's so much season left. Yeah, weird week so with the weird to happen. Weird week with the Eagles and Vikings yeah. on bye. It felt like. Yeah, um, it was very bizarre. Uh, I guess it'll be nice to kind of see the NFL back in action with those teams, but yeah, yeah, I, I'm really. Uh, we could really be talking about a whole lot of different narratives and good teams in the next four or five weeks. I mean, that's just kind of how quickly things can change in the NFL. Yeah. Um, we do have Baltimore Tampa Bay on Thursday. Wow. Yeah. There's, there's a primetime game on Thursday. That's, well, you know what I say to me worth watching. It's going to end up like 17, 10 Baltimore. No, like no. We say Buccaneers, that. Buccaneers we say can't that. score that many points. Come on now. That's a fair point. That's a fair point. Um, but yeah, um, as always, make sure to check us out on TikTok. We're going to start pushing out more content uh, at the BB Show. Follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Twitter. Um, and follow, and uh, subscribe on YouTube. We're going to start doing more content there. So um, yes, yeah. Sir. Don't oh, have many other thoughts. The Packers are bad. You can't trick me anymore, though. Um, lower your expectations, and then you won't be disappointed. So um, Absolutely. Bills Mafia going to blow us out next week. Fully expecting it. Um, and, uh, yeah, check us out on socials. And, uh, yeah, as always, have a good day, guys. Thanks again for listening. Yep. Peace out.